Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime was recorded in October 2019 at the Soho Theatre. There were one or two sound issues on the night with the microphones and we've done our best to try and sort that out. So hopefully it won't spoil your enjoyment of what is a fantastic episode featuring the brilliant Olga Koch. Drunk Women Solving Welcome to the Graveyard Shift at Soho Theater. I haven't stayed up this late in 10 years. This is, this is pretty fucking exciting for me. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I'm the only one without children, so yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, this is early, bitches! <laughs> this is fine! So, my name is... Sorry. No, right. I'm sorry. Female workplace... Very considerate here. My name is Taylor. I am a writer, a comedian, and a former psychotherapist. So, (laughs) I don't even know which of those things I'm shuddering at. Like, depending on the day, any of them can make me feel that way. I am joined, as always, by an incredibly talented author and comedian, a woman who has been up since 5 a.m. because children are pricks. It's Katie Wilkins. And also, an amazing screenwriter, the very uh, talented woman right over here. She yeah. slept until 10 because she's making better life choices than me and Katie. It's Hannah My George. vagina is intact. <laughs> it's not, guys. It's not. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
someone just went, this is not nip talk. <laughs> Guys, what is drunk women solving crime? This is where bittersweet cider meets cyberbullying. This is where black and tan meets assault and battery. And this is where Trappist ale meets criminal entrapment. It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Oh, flame! Oh, it's nice when people actually do that. <laughs> Because when no one's listening, you're like, I'm a dick smack. Oh. All right. Without further ado, I would like to bring out our fantastic guest. She's full of fruit. She's <laughs> full of fun. Please welcome Olga Cook. Woo! Woo, woo, woo. Hi. Thank sure. you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. What's up? <laughs> Olga, cool. thanks so much for being here. Thanks for making it look like we have uh, like David Cronenberg bugs in the bottom <laughs> of our glasses. Olga, can you uh, kick us off? Tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Oh, have I? <laughs> Let me tell you. Pause for dramatic effect. Oh man, okay. Ooh, that hits the spot. Oh my God, this is so cool. <laughs> Just watching us drink. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> Let me paint you a picture. The year 2016. We are, I believe it's 2016. Uh, it's the okay. Edinburgh Fringe. Okay. Uh, oh, it's not. It, no, no, no. The year is 2016 in the story. <laughs> no, she's not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> if it's 2016, I'm, I'm still, I'm still 24. <laughs> okay. So 2016. And I am, uh, it's, it's my friend Sam's birthday. And uh, Sam is a gay man. And this will definitely be relevant later, I promise. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, I'm going to do a huge, amazing surprise. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to get him a stripper. And I call this stripping agency that I guess I, found, I find online. And I call them and I give them the address, the time, when to arrive. And then they're like, who is this for? And I'm like, it's for, like what is this for? A birthday party? And they're like, yeah, it's a birthday party. What is the girl's name? Because oh. I'm getting a male stripper. <gasps> to which I say, it's not a girl. It's a boy. His yeah. name is Sam. Yeah. There's a silence. And the man gets really, really serious. And he says, I'm sorry, we don't do this. And then he hangs up on me. He hung Whoa. up. Wow. And I was furious. <laughs> but also... You yes. didn't even get to the point where you're like, my last name is Cock. <laughs> um, that's a stage name. Wowzers, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's very much my reality. More like <laughs> manifest destiny, if anything. Um, so, <laughs> so then what did you do? I mean, I wasn't right. I was like, we need to write a complaint. This is discrimination. This is horrible. But also, like, I don't know if the forefront of the, of the LGBT fight... Like, if it's a gay wedding cake, great. But if it's like, he wouldn't strip for me! <laughs> I just don't know. If that, so I, I personally don't know Arguably, how the movement would feel more about. important than a wedding cake. In my, <laughs> you know, because you will tolerate a mediocre cake, but a mediocre stripper. <laughs> but I always like my strippers in tears. So. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I just got that. <laughs> it's a bit of fun. It was a bit of fun. That's very good. Thank you. Yes. My friends got me a stripper for my 17th birthday, but at that point I'd never seen a dick before, so I just started crying. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean. This informs the relationship you have with strippers. <laughs> yeah, big time. Oh, you got given the gift of trauma. <laughs> 
Oh, I felt weird. bad for him too because he's like, you clearly don't want this. Oh, sorry. This is not even part of the crime. So the crime was <laughs> discrimination against the yeah. LGBT community yeah. and not providing a service based on that. And that's really fucked up. Absolutely. So what happened? So what did you do? Please don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was angry about it and told a lot of people. Yes. Is that all you did? Any strongly worded letters? I did try calling again. Tried calling. <laughs> but that was it. It's Samantha. Well, now I... Oh, man, for fuck's sake. I just feel like I'm a bad citizen. No, no, no. Well, here I, I am raising awareness. That's all we're really so, so. No. <laughs> Olga, we shouldn't have made you feel like you didn't do enough, Olga. Female workplace. But you should have helped the gay people. Why is it up to <laughs> Olga to solve a problem? No, I is think... That- I think oh, no, that now I feel we awful. don't. No, we don't have time right now. But we're gonna ring this company tonight and leave them a voicemail. I think. <laughs> and we will. Pu- <laughs> this guy just wants to take over. You could tell that from Nip and Tuck. <laughs> I said Nip and Tuck. No, that is. Um, I mean, it's an abrupt end of the story. No, but what I did was call another agency, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll be right over." Okay. I was a good strip. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> So have you ending. have you reviewed them on uh, I was going to say TripAdvisor it's not really a trip <laughs> <laughs> TripAdvisor hey! she was getting there <laughs> okay. I wasn't I was <laughs> never going to get to TripAdvisor <laughs> not in 45 minutes would I have gone there <laughs> no um, did Sam enjoy it yeah I think he I mean I don't think he did it, it, was, it was definitely more for me <laughs> And in the end, it was for me. Okay, well, I think we'll go and give them a little review after this. Sometimes these stories just bring up change and contemplation. The request for the story didn't specify, and then you, like, citizen arrested someone. <laughs> Do you know who I blame for the for the mood right now? It's Extinction Rebellion. It's because we've seen, like, everything's gotten so extreme. Like, so you glued yourself to the motherfucking strip van, right, Olga? No one strips until this guy strips for my guy. <laughs> What's a strip van? What's a strip van? I don't know how they do it in America. It's a bang bus. A bang bus, all right. <laughs> It's just the transport vehicle for the strippers. I assume they have some like a logo on there. I don't know how this works, guys. I don't. I don't do this. Because because what I would be doing is like my my social justice would be go get to get one man to take his clothes and shake his dick at another man. Yeah. And that would just be like yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. That's yeah. what I tell my kids I did. <laughs> That's my legacy? <laughs> That's your legacy. They'll be really proud. <laughs> People are already writing about you. It's going to be good. It's going to be I good. Was, I was ready to pay. <laughs> How much did it, did it cost? <sighs> like 200 quid. Whoa! I mean, they missed out on 200 quid. That's, I've, never, I've never got a stripper before. I might. Yeah. Does that feel like a bit of a bargain? That does feel like a bit of a bargain. Feels like a bit of a bargain. Depends how far they'll go. Hmm. And In the words I of Moana. Hmm. You, you say what profession they should be pretending to be good at. Hmm. Oh my God, could it be a commissioner? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh. 
dangle those maybes in front of me. Uh, that is my stuff. And we're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> Olga, thank you so much for sharing that. Never apologize about that story. I kind of want to hear more from Hannah, but we should move on. <laughs> you want to hear more like scrotal commissioning analogies? She brings those out anyway. That's fine. That's a given. Right. Um, this is the part of the podcast where we deconstruct a true crime. Are you ready? It's in sort of... Thank you. So guys, this case involves someone who is known as the human cobra. It involves murder, mutilation, and the sexiest of all crimes, insurance fraud. By the way, I would totally book a stripper called the human cobra. (laughs) Yes, please. Cobra's a big right. I don't know about snakes. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. that. Like the human earthworm. I'd be like, no. Nah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, I like that. This is about interjections. <laughs> I would book one called insurance fraud because I'm married and I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Take whatever I can get. Okay, so the first question. Who do we think this involves? Is it a man or a woman? Ooh. A cobra? Yeah, it's a cobra. It's, it's a snake. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, can a woman be a cobra? I mean, what if she wants a family? <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift is a snake, am I right? Oh. No, offen- no offense to Taylor Swift, huge fan of all women everywhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be. Insurance fraud often feels like a woman killing a husband. Oh, okay. That's what I'm going with. I'm Jumping going with. right ahead. Yeah, yeah. She has over one year of experience. That's Hannah George. I'm going to go with man to be different. Man to be different. It is a woman. Hey! Because I always pick a woman. This is getting predictable. Okay. Um, the other nickname she was known by was the devil in petticoats. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a woman, isn't slightly it? Slightly more, <laughs> yeah. slightly more gendered. I mean, it's a bit sexist, but yeah, that is a fucking woman. A little okay. bit more gendered. Um, so this is the case of Martha Lowenstein. Martha was born in 1904, and later her married name was Martha Merrick. So any guesses what country we might be in? Detectives. Do you know, you're not in the show. Do you know that? I love you. Thank you for coming. But you don't have to comment on everything. It's nice. I quite know. It's not mean. Do you think it's mean? I don't know. I know. I know. But it's drunk women solving crime, not man in audience solving crime. Um, Is it Slovenia? Or whatever you said. That would have been funny if I remembered. It is not Slovenia, I'm afraid. Martha Lowenstein, Martha Merrick. This isn't fair. This is a tricky question. Mm, the U.S.? Uh, yeah. Very good guess. Very yeah. good guess. The U.S. seems likely. Okay. The answer, in fact, is Austria. What? Ooh. Sassy. Where all, <laughs> where all the creepiest crimes happen. A bit about Martha. She was born in Vienna, which is great because that's the place that I know in Austria. Um, She was orphaned at a young age and she grew up in uh, poverty. She was looked after by a very poor Viennese family until she was a teenager. Now, in 1919, everything changed for Martha. World War I happened. (laughs) She caused World War I? In 1919? 1919. Yeah, this is post-World War One. no? That, um, it was the end of the sh- war. Yes. Yeah, so everything did <laughs> change. 
Oh, sorry. Trench yes, warfare. I learned about more than the Civil War. What? <laughs> There's other things happening. Which, which, wait. What was the year again? It's 1919, but it was a lot more personal. She didn't notice the war. It was fine. <laughs> Martha began working in a dress shop. Mm, the wealthy owner took a liking to Martha. Uh-oh. Now, some sources say that Martha was 13. Some sources say that she was 14 or 15. At any rate, she was very young. How old is the wealthy shop owner? Hint, it's pretty gross. 50. Okay. Is he like 104? (laughs) It's not a Guinness book case, no. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'd say 50s. 50s. He was 74. Oh! Oh. Yes, indeed. It depends what happened, though, because he could just be like a kindly uncle. Yeah. Also, you know, he's frail. She can take him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bear that in mind. (laughs) Bear that in mind. Rest of the story. And also, Hannah, just have a look at your uncles just as the story goes along. Uh, so this gentleman's name was, uh, I'm going to nail this, Moritz Frischt. Moritz Frischt. I love a name that you can keep your teeth clenched as you say it. Like, Moritz Frischt. I'm in Austria. I am not repressed. It's fine. <laughs> right. So Moritz, they began what uh, one article referred to as an affair, or as I like to call it, statutory rape. Um, Now, besides the complete ick factor of the relationship, it afforded Martha a completely different life. So she she gets into this relationship. She is sent to expensive finishing schools in France and England, and suddenly she's surrounded by the wealthy. So here we have this girl who's orphaned, raised, and then her life completely changes under... Weinstein-y circumstances. So, wait, so coercive sex led to great things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a bit you don't hear. Yeah. Just don't tell the side of the oh story. Oh, my God, this reminds me, I don't know if anybody saw the... Um, it's a, the modern couples exhibit at the Barbican last year and every single like every single modern couple and it's just like two artists but the artist would always be like he was 54 and she was 19 it was love at first sight oh. like no it wasn't no it wasn't at no yes. point was it love at first sight yes 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 but we still have a media that says like that's cool yeah, I, yeah that's, look, that's what they say. It's too much. It's like it's like hiring a stripper and there's homophobia. It's too much to deal with. We just can't. We can't do it right now, but we will. I went down on a woman this calendar year. I get up. Gay rights. Okay. <laughs> it was me. That's why I cheered. I remember that night. That's great. That was really this funky. calendar year. <laughs> That was kind of a hot way to phrase that. Let's chat after. Okay. um, Can your husband say that? Things my husband hasn't said in five years. I'm so sorry. I don't know you at all. (laughs) I just felt really defensive. I'm so sorry. I'm sure you have a very healthy Oh, my gosh. No, I don't. You're so... She's so cute. Oh, I love you. I love you so much. You're so, like, apologetic and adorable. Let's go on a date, Olga. Um, A bitch. She's... Anyway, sorry, sorry, we're fighting over you. Martha. Martha returns to Vienna, and she starts to secretly do what? I just heard masturbate come from the audience. (laughs) (laughs) And so masturbate. Not a bad guess. (laughs) 
Was it you? Did you say masturbate? Was it you? You're throwing your voice now. <laughs> I'm going to heckle from every part of this fucking room. <laughs> um, so she started to do something else. Is it insurance fraud? She's <laughs> You've got a good memory, Olga. We're not there yet. Um, well, she's going to use some of that stuff she's learnt from the posh people. She's going to start doing something. <laughs> um, but what it is, I don't know. Does she get like a snakeskin jacket? Serene profile. <laughs> like, does she, she start, gets a snakeskin yeah, jacket. She starts pouring herself the cobra. <laughs> That's where Olga? it can start. What do you think? What she, does she start doing in secret? Is it going down on women? It's fine. <laughs> Not far off. What she starts to do is a young electrician named Emil. Oh. Yeah. Emil Merrick. Now that's an affair. That's what you call an affair. It's different. Okay. Frischt never found out. He dies. Ooh. Martha. Hey! Oh, yeah, I forgot for a moment. <laughs> he was the rapist. Okay. Hey, dead pedo. Natural causes? Nat- natural causes, or did she kill him? Oh, What a good question, <gasps> Olga. What a good question. Please hold your question for later. Sorry, sorry. It's just sorry. like a real, it's just like a real detective Did he leave meeting. anything to her? He does indeed. Martha inherits his entire estate. She and Emil marry, and they live Happily ever after. The end. <laughs> of course they don't. Of course they don't. These newlyweds are shit at managing money. So before you know it, I mean, and you can't blame them, but they've blown the savings and they actually have to sell the estate. Um, wow. I think he was a really bad electrician. Maybe there was no electricity yet. Do Hold on. <gasps> Do, we know? Do, we know? Do we have any info on what they spent it on? I don't have any info on that. Just uh, pastry. It was Austria. Viennese whirls and whatnot. (laughs) The 1920s version of sports cars. Yeah. yeah. Sports horse. (laughs) (laughs) Stripper van. Stripper horse. (laughs) Oh, what a great movie that was. Spielberg just puts his touch on everything. So, no, I don't know what they blew it on, but they're just really bad at managing money, and this becomes a bit of a theme. So, uh, Martha hatches a new plan plan to make money what do we think it is going down on people i don't know what were we what did you say earlier? you said it before you said it before insurance fraud yes hey! it's insurance oh, sure. okay. fraud um but just when you think that's boring they hatch well martha hatches the most brutal possible version of insurance fraud you could come oh. up with so they take out a big insurance policy on a meal to cover accidents Oh, no. And they decide to stage an accident and collect money for it. What do you think they did? They electrocute him. Good guess. Oh, (laughs) that's really smart. That would be smarter than what they did, actually. (laughs) My God, if they had had some advisors, this would have such a nice ending. But yeah, I think to get insurance to pay out, it has to be pretty bad, doesn't it? Also, this is like when people shoot themselves in the foot to get out of fighting and stuff. So they want to maim him and not kill him. And I'm guessing it goes wrong. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay, so we have drowned in the sea. <laughs> I mean, not a river, not a river. Just do it in the fresh water. <laughs> They'll never pay out. So do you think? But if it's so, it's an accident that could kill him. They don't just have to. Because I quite liked maim. I'm They're still gonna maim him. This is accident insurance, not life insurance. I still can get over the fact that in the 1920s they had insurance, but not like tampons. <laughs> <laughs> they had insurance. Yeah. Insurance. 
There was so much insurance fraud going on at this time. What always blows me away is that no one, it took them so long to clock how much people were committing fraud. It's like you could take out an insurance policy on anyone. She'd be like, 10 grand on that guy, that guy. (laughs) Give me a knife. Like none of it (laughs) makes sense. Um, So any guesses on what sort of... uh, They were going to drop. Drop an anvil on his foot. Oh, oh I cute. like that. Oh, like, maybe like a grand piano. Nice. Cartoony. Yeah. So, yep. It had to do with an everyday activity of the time, which was chopping wood. Not a euphemism. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Martha convinces Emil to chop off his leg from the shin down. Oh. Yes, I'll take signs. Your partner might be unstable for 400, Alex. <laughs> uh, so together, they attempt to chop off Emil's lower leg. They aren't able to complete the task fully, but they cause grave injury. They go to hospital, and they attempt to file the insurance. This poor guy, honestly. This is what it takes for me to feel bad for a man. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Ouch. Um, What raises suspicion about the injury? Um, Because the the insurance claim is not fulfilled. Okay, because it's nothing like what would happen when you're chopping wood. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Did they go into like A&E and she's there with the axe? (laughs) I don't know what (laughs) No. Is she covered in his blood? And bits of his... Shin. I don't think it was that. It if was they've done more than one hack on the leg. Why brilliant. Would you keep hacking? Katie Wilkins, you are spot oh, on. Oh, there were genius. Three. That's very, very good. Very, very Thanks, good. Thanks, guys. I love the idea of a guy just getting someone like, oh no, no, no! But I gotta chop this wood. We need wood. Oh fuck! Okay. The dance charm. Okay. <laughs> Like, yeah, that wouldn't have, that, I mean, that wouldn't happen, would it? It's, it's his crazy wife. <laughs> it was exactly three times, so rule of three times the lady. There we go. In this case, it's what happened. So the Merricks are charged with attempted fraud. Martha tries to bribe a nurse into saying that a doctor had been bribed by the insurance company to make oh, the statement wow. about the injury. Do you think the nurse went along with this? No. The way you're saying it makes me think I know, I'm not good at asking neutral questions. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to play poker, but I know I'd be bad at it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, she reports it. Um, So they actually end up getting charged with the attempted fraud and bribery. Um, Oh, wow, that adds to the crime. It adds to the crime. And actually, the fraud charges are eventually dropped, but they're sentenced to four months in prison for bribery. The lesson is, if you're going to commit insurance fraud, like, just ride it out. Like, don't (laughs) don't do anything else, because it might just... Tick over, you get away with Did it. Did they manage to attach his leg? Did he lose the leg? Oh, he lost the leg. The okay. leg is gone. The leg is so gone. Okay. It's like dangling. It's like, it was sad, Ooh. sad, sad. Yeah, they couldn't do So he was in prison with half a leg. He was in prison with, uh, yeah. Okay. A, a peg. And a half. Mm. <laughs> peg leg from the man in the audience. <laughs> They're released from prison. They're broke. Martha is selling vegetables on the street. And I know I shouldn't laugh at that, but... <laughs> It's just funny that that's like, do you want to know how bad things were? She sold vegetables. (laughs) She was peddling cabbage. (laughs) 
the woman who went to finishing school in France is selling cucumbers to you. Um, <laughs> also, yeah. can't believe that their relationship lasted through that. Oh, they're still together. They're still together. That's crazy. I they know. went to separate prisons. I'm sure they went to separate prisons. Uh, right. So what happens next? Yeah. And Emil's not able to work because like, have you been injured on the job? <laughs> Shit. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. What do they do next? What's their plan? Do they do an insurance fraud on someone else, maybe? Oh. Because, like, a, a better one? Yeah, yeah, because they've learned from their mistakes. They're like, this time we're going to do it right. Yeah. We're just going to do one chop yeah. and we'll get him down. <laughs> okay. Okay, very good guesses. Or Emil dies. Oh, oh shit. Emil. So they do it Natural causes? Please hold your questions oh, to the no. end. Oh, no. So he's the victim a second time. He dies in 1932 of suspected TB. Um, shortly thereafter, their daughter dies of the same symptoms. They have a daughter? You didn't mention the kids. Well, you know, they're just they're part of life. Well, where were they? <laughs> <laughs> where were they? Where were they when they were in prison? Or are they post-prison? What's... I don't have these details, Katie. Um, <laughs> detective details. She's gone now. Let it Who go. was looking after the children while she was <laughs> whacking his leg in? A nanny called Paul. <laughs> now, do you suppose that Martha had some life insurance policies in place for her husband and daughter? And daughter. Um, yeah. Does Martha spend this money carefully? No, you know what Martha really needed besides love was a financial advisor. <laughs> Wait, so so Emil's dead. Emil's dead. She's got the money. Child's dead. Did the child die of TB as well? So she killed her TB. fucking child. Suspected TB. Could we offer you a glass of shut the fuck up? <laughs> okay. Hi, Graham. Hi, Graham. We really love you. We do. We know, like, we're tipsy. We talk a lot, too. There's an audience mic on you. This is going to be released as an episode. We love how much you're loving it. Can you just love it with laughter instead of words? <laughs> Thank you. We do love you, and I hate to put you on the spot because you're awesome. Cheers. Cheers. You can say as much as you want. It is after. going out as an episode. What's his full name? It's fine. It's fine. Right, where are we? The woman yes. has killed okay. her husband and child. Uh, Let's crack on with the comedy. Uh, <laughs> I wonder where the cobra aspect comes in. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, 
Did she like just pull a Britney at the VMAs? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see. <laughs> well, what Martha does next? I literally read the whole page. I'm like, right, we did that. We went with the death, and they're oh, bye bye. Okay. Um, she moves in with an aging wealthy aunt. And says that is she, it her aunt? Her aunt. I love it. Just someone's aunt. <laughs> yeah. It's just a woman, isn't it? And it's I just do a know. Woman. <laughs> Katie, for once, her paternal aunt. I've got that detail. I left it out, but I'm giving it to you. <laughs> aunt on her dad's side. I don't know why she had a wealthy aunt though. Where was she earlier? Where has this aunt been her whole life? I'm not sure if it was like Fritz's Fritz Maritz. I don't know. Why I'm doing like Muppet voice now. <laughs> But if her aunt was like, oh, yeah, go and get raped at 14 in that shop. But, um, oh, hi, I can help you now. Wealthy aunts do always come in like act three. Always. <laughs> always. What's that about? They really do. Helpful aunt, act three. And I'm in act three of my life. Like, <laughs> let's be fair. Where is she? <laughs> She always switched wine. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Wow. I know. It's jarring. Wow. It's jarring. Yeah. That was jarring. That is it is... good wine or is it just pudding wine or whatever that is? Do you know... <laughs> is there such a thing? Have I, have I, have I turned myself up? No. <laughs> just that wine. That's genuinely what it's called. It's not pudding wine. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that so really what? tickled me. Sorry, I'm sorry. go on. Mm, in a very middle class way. Mm, dessert one, pudding one. <laughs> okay. This is from Alsace, and sometimes they just make it too sweet. <laughs> okay. Um, the ant dies. Mm. There's there's just not a lot of surprises in this case. Martha collects an insurance payout from that, and she inherits, again, inherits this house. So she lives in this house. She doesn't lose this house this time, um, but she still needs to, you know, she needs income. So what do you think she does to make money? While she's living in this house. So, not vegetables? No veg. <laughs> Is it I Airbnb? Done. <gasps> it's literally the Airbnb of this Amazing. <laughs> oh, mum's oh. over Thanks, mum. For the listeners, <laughs> Graham just got the cops called on him. <laughs> they don't have to know. <laughs> oh, say Graham again. Graham. Graham, it's weird, isn't it, when Americans say Graham? I know. Graham, what's that? Anyway, carry on. We're running out of time. This, they do this to me though on the name Harry and the word Harry, like, because I say them the same. Like, your name's Harry and you're Harry. <laughs> I didn't even know you said it. You're like Harry, <laughs> Harry. Like, I have to do so much with my mouth to make that happen. And these days, this mouth does not do much work. Um, <laughs> Really sorry. Really, that was the thing? <laughs> that was too much. A man has had his leg mutilated. I can't tell if they're sad for you that you don't give blowjobs or upset that you've brought up blowjobs. <laughs> you know, if they're sad that I don't give them, then they're at that phase of life where you're like, yeah, I give blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I love that. Mm. My boyfriend eats so much pineapple. I really, really enjoy it. 
And then you get to a point in your life where you're like, I'm going to be honest now. Hire somebody to do that if you want to. I have a number for you from Olga. It'll be a woman. Okay. Um, wow, so that all happened. Um... Martha starts the Airbnb of her time. It was originally Airbnb for Austria. Um, <laughs> she takes in borders. She starts charging people to stay there. And here's another part I don't understand. Two of the borders die, but she collects insurance policies. <laughs> I fucking love Martha. I've got to say. She was thinking these people are going to die. That's what she was there, thinking. Yeah, you were there. I didn't say it because I was drinking. Are you team? Are you team Martha though? Or you're like, actually, enough time has passed. I'm sorry. If you're a lodger that's going into A, B, and B, joining a woman who you know has a record of systematic being around death yeah. <laughs> like at this point you're asking for it every airbnb i've stayed in has that vibe though. Like, <laughs> i hate when you have to meet the owner because it's always like Ooh, like i love the ones that have a lockbox oh bless the lockbox <laughs> just give me a code i don't want to see your face and know that you've keys to this building like it's like when you get in an uber it's like let's pretend this isn't happening <laughs> Let's pretend this isn't a business model because this is fucked <laughs> up. And you're just like, mm, I'm in a licensed cab, I'm in a licensed cab, I'm in a licensed cab. Um, <laughs> let's not blame the victims, but yes, they are, they are dead. I don't know how she took out an insurance policy on them. <laughs> like, I've got these people staying with me. It's just like, she collects a small insurance policy. It's not enough for her to live on. She doesn't want to sell veg anymore. Okay. Also, imagine this like being pitched as a horror film, and they're like, "Yeah, oh my god, it's creepy Airbnb, uh, Airbnb, great. Like, it's the 1920s Austria, great." And it's like, "Why is she doing it? Insurance fraud. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's work on that last one. <laughs> or the supernatural, but it's like, no, it's just insurance. <laughs> I think I'd respect that horror movie. I'd go, yes, yeah, people got to earn money. <laughs> oh, they do it for insurance fraud. That's such a satisfying ending. <laughs> It was insurance fraud all along. <laughs> insurance fraud? No one's seen insurance fraud here in 70 years. <laughs> Every horror film would be better if it was insurance fraud. I've said it and I'm not taking it back. He's given away The Shining. <laughs> I was trying to think of an insurance um, expression to make a here's Johnny joke and I just couldn't think of an insurance like here's reduced premiums yeah there we go <laughs> oh my god I'm still in this paragraph okay this is <laughs> okay she decides I've had enough murder this is enough I'm Martha I don't want to murder anymore it's like an income stream but it's not an income <laughs> it's a lot of work it's exhausting Martha tries a different kind of insurance fraud <laughs> Ooh, any guesses what she does? Hint, it has to do with her aunt's possessions. Like theft? Okay, so how would you arson. do that? Ooh. Very good guess. It isn't arson in this case. We've had that before, though. Very good. What with, how would you, how would you make theft work for you in insurance fraud? I don't know why I'm using my, like, Say Katie. to burglary and say that the precious jewelry is gone. That's exactly what she did, except she wasn't very savvy about what... <laughs> Oh no. Martha, well, I mean, get it together. The idea was logical, but it wasn't a great idea. So she took down all the drapes because she had really expensive drapes. You're going to make a pubes drape. It's when I say when I get waxed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you get a? It's late. <laughs> it really is, and you're do- we're all doing really well. So you get you ask for a full drape. <laughs> I like that. So she stores the drapes and all the paintings in a warehouse, and she says she's been robbed. So this is where some detective work really shines. A man called Detective Peter. He wasn't called Detective, I just added that. He was Mr. Peter. Detective Peter um, had investigated the original incident with the axe, and he winds up on the same case of the stolen art and drapes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he got promoted. One. Yeah. So he is, is I interesting. Mean, yes. You, ooh, ah, wow. That was so staged. That was amazing. That was completely spontaneous, but it sounded like you had rehearsed that. Oh, wow. I'm excited. I'm still <laughs> invested in this story. <laughs> <laughs> this Alsace wine isn't too sweet. I'm enjoying myself. Um, so... Detective Peter was already very skeptical of Martha, to say the least. Um, But also, it raised a bit of an alarm that thieves don't generally go into a house and take the drapes down. Like, it's just, it's not the most efficient use of your time. You know, if any of you go on to become burglars, take small things, because all the silverware is still there, the jewelry is still there. (laughs) So wait, oh my God, really? Bless her, right? Oh, Martha, Martha... And another time, different opportunities. Martha's learning curve is not fast enough. (laughs) I I like to picture the dialogue in her head like, boys, we got the drapes, we're rich. (laughs) Had the drapes been like hacked down badly with an axe. (laughs) (laughs) So Detective Peter is so incensed, he does his detective work and he actually locates the horde of paintings and drapes in the warehouse. Around the same time, the son of one of the dead boarders tells police that he thinks his father was murdered by Martha. So what do they do? They start to, they launch a murder investigation. So wait, do they tell her or do they just secretly investigate her? Do they go like, you're under arrest? I don't know if that's the most important question. She knows. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they let oh, her know. Okay. No, probably not yet. They probably don't charge They're her. They're just yet. watching her. What do they do to try? Yeah, to there's get no evidence? curtains, so they can watch her constantly. <laughs> she can't look at the paintings, which were the Netflix of the time. <laughs> what do they do to try to get evidence for the murder case? Is what I'm getting at. Do they send a new boarder in to try and tempt her to do it again? Do they try to entrap her? No, they don't. Oh, okay. No, they don't. They exhume all of the bodies. Oh. Wow. All of the bodies in question. Her husband... That is not the right noise to make after (laughs) exhume the bodies, but that's by the by. Um, Ooh! (laughs) They exhume her husband, her daughter, the aunt, the two boarders, but old pervy Maritz Frischt was not exhumed because the family didn't want to tarnish the reputation of the family shop. <laughs> Wait, they didn't want to tarnish the pedo? Didn't want to tarnish the pedo. Oh, well, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they were on the right side of history or not, but that was their choice. So what do they find about all these bodies? What do they all have in common? Oh, I bet. Oh, did you, what did you say? Did you say strychnine? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Very close. Wait, what strychnine, which Very is close. like, that's... Yeah, that's the lady's go-to poison. Do you know any more poisons? You know lots of poisons. (laughs) It is a poison. They were all poisoned by the same substance. Do you know any other poisons? Thallium. Mm. Valium. Thallium. Oh! Not Valium. Well, 
I've not heard of that one. What is thallium? So thallium salts were used to kill rats back in the day, but they were also known as the poisoner's poison. <laughs> wow, that is so cool. Yeah. Like the comedian's comedian? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also the inheritance poison, like arsenic, um, because, you know, that's self-explanatory. I don't need to explain that. I genuinely have some relatives that have names like thallium, like, so I'm on board with that. Like, Sally, it's time to breastfeed. You're eight years old. <laughs> I hope they don't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If they do, it's weird. It's just, it's just, you shouldn't, you shouldn't remember breastfeeding. That's all I'm saying. You shouldn't remember it. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> so she goes to trial for multiple murders. What do you think the verdict is for Martha? We've reached the end of our tale. I mean, it's beyond coincidence, isn't it, for this woman? Uh, she's got to be found guilty. Positive. Positive. <laughs> I think... I think he means guilty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she is found positive. <laughs> she is found guilty. Um, you know, the evidence was... Yeah, she's the devil in petticoats. She's the devil in petticoats, but especially because a chemist testified to supplying Martha with a thallium oh. on multiple occasions. Oh, no. Guys, look, I've never, I've never killed anybody, and I don't, I don't apologize about that. <laughs> Um, it's nothing to be ashamed of, but you should get the poison from different people. Get out of town, baby. Don't, yeah, don't keep going to the Viennese. Thallium Maybe like dealer. be seen at parties complaining about how your rat infestation. Yeah. Oh yeah, you want to be doing a lot of that. Tip. That's a good tip. Yeah, You're like Olga, Olga, the one who complains about rats all the time. We can't invite Olga. All she ever talks about <laughs> is how many rats there are in her house. <laughs> and then they'd be like, No, Olga would never be using that on humans. She's got loads of rats. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. We're gonna wrap up this case. What do you think the sentence was? Twenty years. Okay. <laughs> the hesitation. Twenty years. <laughs> I think back in the olden timey days, I'm mm. not sure you get that long. No, I just think twenty to forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're not fucking about. They're just like, get in that jail. Okay. For the length of Eastenders and they come out. <laughs> Execution. Ding, it's ding, the olden times. Oh. Yeah. I do not know history. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's Austria in the 30s. By far not the worst thing that happened. <laughs> yes, very astute, because this is, she was beheaded in 1938. Now, Austria had actually eliminated the death penalty until someone brought it back in. <gasps> Hitler. Well, Hitler's party. That's not the right Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Woo! Yikes. Um, yes, the Nazis brought back the death penalty, so she ended up being executed. Nazis, don't get me started on those guys. So wait, when, when she committed the crimes, was there no death penalty? Oh, I don't think that, I don't think it was that recent. I'd be like, oh, what? You mean I could be killed? <laughs> I know. Like when you buy something and then it goes on sale. Like the next day. Yeah. Oh. It's just like that. But Jeez. if anything, like perfect, perfect, like the perfect ending would be someone using her for insurance, Rad, surely. Oh, that would be nice. In the film, right? Yeah, 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 really yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, like, I love that you're thinking of like the storytelling <laughs> of this. But yeah, I suppose the only um, just thing or that it came full circle is that, yeah, she was killed by Axe. Oh! Yeah, but just one blow this time, so... <laughs> Oh, I wow. guess here's to single blows. <laughs> single single blows is better. I mean, that's what 
So my husband said the axe, mur- <laughs> the axe murderers under Hitler ran on to one blow that doesn't work. It's trains. Well, one of the one of the headlines was Nazi axe. Have you noticed that headlines in history don't make any sense? It's like they hadn't learned grammar yet. Like it's all very like Yoda is speaking. So it's like Nazi axe falls on Titian Cobra because she was really hot. I forgot to mention that. Is that why she was called the, the Cobra? <laughs> Because cobras yeah. are hot. Just because cobras Cobra are like is the sexiest snake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and they're like yeah. insurance fraud. Like they just <laughs> insurance fraud. Right, <laughs> guys. Thank you. That was a journey that we all went on together. Uh, finally, what we do is we ask someone from the audience. <laughs> It's, it's the worst thing when you're performing and the heckler's actually like a tiny bit funny because then you're like, you want to give them, like you want to be like, yeah, Graham, because Graham did this. He gave like the rock and roll sign. I want to I connect. But if you give Graham anything, start talking again. Oh, Graham. Um, we've got, no, shut up. Um, we've got someone called Becky in the audience. I- I'm sorry, because you won't oh, brag about yourself, and someone, <laughs> someone needs to brag about you. She's a doctor of astrophysics. Yeah. I love the idea. Like, if there's an astrophysics emergency tonight, like this woman, I don't know what that looks like, but it's like, no, she can do it. She can use her skills. And she made that. these. I can't wait to run out of battery this week, though, so I don't know how much I can help <gasps> oh. in an astrophysics emergency. Okay, sit <laughs> down, Becky. Yeah, some batteries. Becky lives in Paris and she makes scientifically accurate goods and accessories. In fact, she made us these pins. She made us these pins! Which are so beautiful. Accept bribes. Um, <laughs> Becky, you have a crime to share, so I'm going to hand it over to you. Tell I us do about have a it. crime, but my dad has a crime that relates to tonight's crime. Ooh, oh, oh, we can do it. We can fit it in. Do it. My dad had a friend in the 80s at university called Serpently Sid. Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Serpently Sid lived in Moss Side in Manchester. Does anyone know Moss Side? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Moss Side has a reputation. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and uh, Serpently Sid was robbed one day. He came home. None of his stuff was there. Literally the whole flat was completely gutted. Yeah. Police wouldn't do anything. It was Moss Side. <laughs> Um, I'm sure things have changed. Um, but he came down to came home two days later to see his drapes hanging at his neighbor's window. No! Oh! oh my god! Who steals curtains? Wow! Now we know. Serp- it's serpent wow. Sid, did you say? Serpently Sid. Did he have any insurance? I scams swear. Okay, I swear to fuck, we never set these things up, but they always happen. Everything about the success of this podcast is a complete accident. We don't understand it. Um, that's amazing. Well, okay. it, it was horrible for Sid, Sid. because he only had oh, the one no, set of curtains. Of course. Of course. <laughs> or did he? Or did he? Oh no, no, no. I'm no, I'm on Sid's side. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate. So he doesn't advocate. even have a whole name. That's yeah. suspicious, right? Yes. yes. So when Olga gets waxed, it's a full drape, but I get a serpent Sid. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit more modest. 
Okay, so Becky, but that wasn't the original crime that you even came with. No, what but I think it was better you? than mine because no, that's punishable no, no, no. by law, but mine isn't. Oh, what's yours? What happened? Well, obviously, you know, there's sexual harassment and I've been mugged, but this is a crime against British politeness. <laughs> Welcome to being well, a woman. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Lovely. Yes, obviously there's sexual harassment. Right. Yes. Yeah. But this is a comedy podcast, so I'm not going to... Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Cool. I spent my, one of my first Christmases at my in-laws' place. Ooh. I wanted to make a good impression. I like them. They're really nice. My husband's there. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, oh yeah. Are you an astrophysicist? He's a cosmologist. Oh, he is. He fucking is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hush <He's> my mouth. <laughs> no, I didn't hear. He's a what? A cosmologist. Well, and a statistician. Oh, my God. They also yeah. look like they're in 500 days of summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to take offense at that. Where's that compliment? That ends really yes. badly for them. So you wanted oh, to impress true, your good-looking husband? Um, and, like, no offense, but... No, I don't need to. It's okay. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> you just mix two wines together. I mix the wines. It ca- it's not going to get any worse. <laughs> but it could have been nice if I'd finished uh, that one. I don't and know. And then what okay. happened? So okay, where, where do they live? Where do they live? Okay. But I was like by my delightful husband... Four chocolates that were in the shape of Brussels sprouts. Yeah, Aww. I know them. Oh, I know right, that. Yeah, Christmas. yeah, yeah. Woo! Lovely. It was Christmas Day. Everyone was there. I thought, um, I kind of want to eat all four of them to myself, but I'm going to offer them out. <laughs> so I said, does anyone want one? My mother-in-law took one. My brother-in-law <gasps> took one. Okay, I had one. And then there was one left. Obviously, I wanted it. <laughs> but I'm British. Yeah. So I said... Would anyone like one? There's only one left. Oh. What's the answer to that question? No. You have it. Oh, no, Becky, you have it. That's fine. Yeah. Do you want to know what my brother-in-law said? <gasps> what, what the fuck did that cunt say? He couldn't. <laughs> 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 oh, yes, delicious. Right, I have it. So he had two. Oh. He had two. He had two oh. of your present. Okay. He had 50% of your present. Oh. Yes. Now, Do you, you know say, This oh. is the worst thing that we've heard. Night. Nice. <laughs> oh, atrocious. Oh, go on. Okay, Becky. There's an epilogue. Okay. I thought I'd learnt my lesson. I need to be less polite. In fairness, I did ask. Yeah. So, Tom's grandma died. Here's the dead grandma. <laughs> Every good story has one. We went round. Sorry we loss. took our fancy whiskey to give to Tom's dad. Um, and we all had a glass. Tom's yeah. brother said... Uh-oh, the same guy. Glass. Same guy. <laughs> I'll have a glass. And we were like, are you sure? Do you, you know, it's fancy whiskey? And he was like, yeah, I'll have a glass. Took a sip, said, oh, I'm not sure about that. Mm. So I said, character development here on my part. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't waste it. I'll have it. Do you know uh-huh. what he said? What? I'll get through it. Oh, oh, no. That is a crime against alcohol. Oh, this exactly. guy. To be fair, Becky, we have been doing that to this wine all night. But yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Becky, have you heard of thallium? Thank you so much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Olga, finally. What, what do you have? Plug? plug. Plug. Where can we uh, see? My BBC Radio 4 special fight is coming out. Please yes. listen. <laughs> Um, and uh, in 2020, I will be touring my show, If Then. Please Yay! come see yes! yes! And what are your Twitter handles for the... At Rock and Rollga. Yes! Yay! Follow Fantastic. her in online. 
Olga. <laughs> thank you so much. Olga, You've been thank amazing. You so much for me. It's been a great time, and thank you for coming. We've been Drunk Women Solving Crime. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.